you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Friday, October 6th, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest, a man most comfortable in what appear to be competing environments. One in full sun on a Florida coast in flip-flops and board shorts, where, like a teenaged kid and a joyful dolphin, he engages in any of a number of different oceanic adventures. Two in the lightless tomb of an NFL film room, where, like a gravedigger and a forensic scientist, he exhumes the remains of the previous week and sifts through those remains looking for clues. And like I said, they appear to be competing environments, but I think on closer examination, the beach and the dark room are actually complementary environments because they obviously provide this man equal measure of satisfaction. This man is Brian Baldinger. Welcome back to the pod, Baldy. Andrew, that's quite the introduction. Good to be back with you. Let's talk some football. Let's do it. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's show, game picks and score predictions for every remaining Week 5 game. And we're going to do a segment today called The Answer Is No. No. And it sounds negative, but it actually isn't. What do we mean? You're going to find out in a moment. But first... This. Get ready for Dick Butkus, football's doomsday machine, a special kind of man who turns ball carriers into blood and flesh tackling dummies. I felt that I had to make every tackle. I'm not trying to knock people out for, you know, so I can jump up and, you know, pound my chest and everything. I would try to hit your throat uh, with my head and, and wrap up high. Because somewhere along the line, just maybe they'll forget about the ball. Listener, we are a family in mourning today at the passing of Dick Butkus, the Hall of Fame linebacker and Bears legend who has died at the age of 80, the team announced on Thursday. The Bears posted on social media a statement from the Butkus family, which shared the news that 
Dick Butkus died peacefully in his sleep overnight at home in Malibu, California. The family's statement goes on to read, the Butkus family is gathering with Dick's wife, Helen. They appreciate your prayers and support. Baldy, he was known after playing as a TV personality and an actor, an irrepressible spirit, a man quick with a smile and a joke, a man just as comfortable, though, sharing stories of great meaning as he did the last time we saw him on our show. This, of course, after the passing of his friend, Jim Brown. Brian Baldinger, where does your mind go today at the mention of the name Dick Butkus? Honestly, Andrew, uh, yesterday when I heard the news, that's about as emotional as I've been in a long time. And here's why. I'm a child of the 60s and the 70s, played in the 80s and the 90s, Andrew. When this game was introduced to me by my father and friends, Butkus was, he was, he was, the, he was football. And back then in 65, when he was a rookie and throughout his career, the middle linebacker was the marquee position in football, especially on defense. I mean, now we talk about quarterbacks, and, and that's great. The game's evolved. But it was the middle linebacker position, Ray Nitschke, Dick Butkus. These names, they're just etched in your memory of it, like it takes you straight back to your childhood. When you said the name Butkus, everybody knew exactly what that meant. Like that was the original monster of the midway. That was a guy that put fear in you as any offensive player. Like he ruled the middle of the field. And it's just hard. It's hard when the great ones who basically paved the way for where the game is today, which is, it's a monster all by itself. But it's, it's those names, it's those personalities, it's the way that they played the game that literally has allowed the game to grow the way it's grown. And we're all benefiting from that. So we all owe our respects, our deepest respects to Dick Butkus's family and to the Chicago Bears. The NFL career of Dick Butkus spanned nine seasons, eight Pro Bowls in those nine seasons, five times first team all-Pro. Baldy, he was versatile. 22 picks, 27 fumble recoveries, 11 sacks. His exploits on the field earned him many nicknames. The Animal, the Enforcer, the Maestro of Mayhem, or the Robot of Destruction. I never heard the Robot of Destruction. That was a new one for me. Baldy, you have a story about your friend, the late Jimmy Kahn, whose proudest moment as an actor is actually a Dick Butkus story. Would you mind sharing that? Yeah, you know, uh, I became friends with with, with James Kahn. Um, you know, I was spending a lot of time in Los Angeles. He was living out there. He was friends with friend of my teammates with the Dallas Cowboys. We became friends. And you sit around, you tell these stories, you know, the Godfather, whatever. But honestly, the story that I think he enjoyed telling the most. And look, there could be some stretches of truth here, okay? But one of the great movies made about football was about Brian Piccolo and and uh, and James Kahn played Brian Piccolo. And he he went out to Chicago Bears training camp. This is like 1969 or 1970. And, you know, they were trying to make it as authentic as possible. He's around the Bears. And so there's Dick Butkus. There's Doug Buffone, like the biggest names in Chicago. And, you know, he's back there trying to, you know, impersonate Brian Piccolo or whatever. And he's back returning punts and kicks. But he, he's putting pads on. He's putting a uniform on. And Butkus is blowing him up. And, like, he's a real player. And we got to really assimilate this drill the way it's going to be on Sundays. And to this day, like all of the great accolades that James Kahn earned as an actor, his greatest was the fact that he was at Bears training camp and getting hit by the late, great Dick Butkus. Richard Marvin Butkus, 
R.I.P., sir. Dick Butkus has passed away at the age of 80. R.I.P. number 51. Everybody thinks, who you're so mean and everything else. I had a ball. <laughs> Butkus's beloved Bears won one for the Gipper, as it turned out last night, comprehensively, categorically beating the Commanders. Hey, win column. We're glad to be in there. And the longest losing streak in Bears history goes bye-bye. Doubled them up, in fact. Final score, Chicago 40, Washington 20. It was a command performance for Justin Fields and DJ Moore in particular. Pass is caught by Moore down the sidelines and nothing but green grass. He is gone, baby. And that puts the icing on the cake. DJ Moore, a real breakout game in this new Bears uniform for him. Eight receptions, 230 yards, and three touchdowns. Justin Fields was 15 for 29, 282, and four touchdowns. Sam Howell, 37 for 51, 388 yards. Did have two touchdowns, did have that one pick. He was also sacked five times. These two teams were almost dead even on time of possession, but the Bears racked up 451 yards of total offense, seven yards per play, chunk after chunk. But, Baldy, those are just the stats. What is the story? Did you see this coming? What do you know now that you didn't know before kickoff? It's been an impressive two weeks for the Chicago Bears offense, Andrew. And it started... It really started last week against Denver when they jumped on top of the Broncos and jumped out to an early 28-7 lead. They just couldn't finish it. Last night, they finished. And what you see is they've, the offensive line played very, very well. They got the rookie Darnell Wright in their right tackle. He just keeps growing every week. They got Tevin Jenkins, a young player, who missed the first three weeks or four weeks. And he jumped in their left guard last night. They protected Justin Fields. And then they attacked the coverage of the Washington Commanders. You know, they... They attacked him uh, down the field vertically, shot after shot. And the biggest difference in the game, honestly, was Chicago connected on their deep shots throughout the night. Starting on the game's first play to Darnell Mooney, they missed it. But the third play, they went to D.J. Moore for a touchdown. They're on the board in the third play. And Justin Field, you could just see it, Andrew. It's, and it's great to see because we're a league where we need great quarterback play. We just do. You don't get it, the game stinks. They're hard to watch. You get great quarterback play, we, we can't take our eyes off it. And Justin, you can see Justin Fields' confidence grow. Two weeks in a row last night, and he's, he's, he's always been talented. But now he's really trusting his talent. The game plans make sense. We've always believed DJ, DJ Moore was a number one wide receiver. He's being treated like one. And suddenly the Bears look like if they keep growing and progressing like this, they're going to be a problem in the NFC North. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have... Hair plugs. 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right, so what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy. With me today, Brian Baldinger. Baldy. And today's segment is called No. No as in N-O, not obvious. Baldy, let's start with Sunday's first game from North London, 9.30 Eastern time on NFL Network. Don't forget, listener, there's an early one coming your way. Be ready for it. Now, the matchup, Baldy, that most people are talking about right now is Josh Allen versus Josh Allen, the Bills offense versus this very stout Jags front seven. But Baldy's answer to this is no. Baldy, help us with this one. What is a not obvious answer to the question, what's a matchup to watch in the Jags and Bills game? Well, just how efficient the Bills play defense with. They are a zone team. Two weeks ago, they kept the Washington Commanders out of the end zone, kept them to three points. Last week, They took the Dolphins, who scored 70 the week before, held them to 20. They are extremely fast, sideline to sideline. This Terrell Bernard, the new middle linebacker, is a tremendous player. And him and Matt Milano, as fast as any linebacker duo in football. And then they extend their zone vertically, where they just don't let the ball get behind you. And you're looking to take deep shots and max protect and get the ball down the field to Tyreek Hill and, you know, Jalen Waddle and all these players – and they can't do it. And it forces the quarterback to hold the ball. And the result is right now that the Buffalo Bills lead the league in sacks with 16 after four games. They lead the league in interceptions with eight after four games. They're taking the ball away. The quarterbacks are struggling because they're holding it. And then this Sean McDermott, you know, Leslie Frazier was the defense coordinator. He stepped away. He works for us now. Uh, but Sean McDermott's a great defensive coordinator. He was before he was a head coach, and he's called the plays. And he just have he has just the master timing 
of when to send certain blitzes. You mentioned and, something earlier today, Baldy, because he's a, he's a really good defensive coordinator. But in a way, you suggested that he's also a pretty next level, old school hunter because he is going around laying traps for people. Explain what you meant by that. Well, there's we, we call trap defenses where the, the quarterback makes the read and they're trying to speed up the process by sending a, a free blitzer at him. And now the quarterback has to react. And typically when that happens, you always want to have a safety valve. A safety valve in play. We, we call it a hot read. We call it a sight adjust. I mean, there's different ways to, 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 and usually it's the running back. And so he knows that you're going to get trapped and that you have to get rid of the ball quickly. And more times than not, the ball is going to go to your safety valve. Well, then he drops the safety down and he covers the safety valve with the safety. And you either hold it and eat it like Tua did and take a sack, or you get it out to your running back or your safety valve. And it gets intercepted the way Micah Hyde did against the Washington Commanders two weeks ago. I mean, it's not a complicated look, but the, the key here, Andrew, is he almost knows exactly how you are going to react. And he jumps the reaction. Translation, when you see that weak side overload blitz coming, Trevor Lawrence, and you think that the auto check down to Travis Etienne is a good idea, you may want to think again. The next game is, for many people, the game of the week. The Sunday night game between the Cowboys and the Niners in the Bay. And the story in this one, according to most so-called experts, the matchup to watch is this Shanahan magic trick of an offense against the turnover-creating, soul-crushing Cowboys defense led by Baldy's good buddy, Micah Parsons. And while all of that will be fun to watch, Baldy's take is, you guessed it, not obvious. No. Baldy, give me your take on this game. You gave it to me this morning, and I'm so fascinated. I really want you to bring it back. You see something about the possibilities for a Dallas Cowboys team that this is a very, very important, potentially defining night. Well, I think all teams, not just Dallas, but it, it's a big weekend for them, need to be battle-tested. They need to go into enemy territory. They need to go on and, and take on the best, the number one quarterback in football, an offense that's as diverse and as productive as any offense in football right now, scoring 30 or more points every game. You need to be battle-tested. Like, I don't know what's going to happen in the outcome. Dallas has been, uh, you know, a touchdown and turnover machine on defense. They've scored four defensive touchdowns. And so this is a great test for Dallas. No, no matter what happens, it, the, the, the game isn't going to define their season. But they're going to learn more about themselves in this game. If they win the game, they're going to get on a plane ride home back to Dallas and they're going to feel really good about who they are and how they can compete. And if they lose the game, regardless of what happens, you know, if it's highly competitive, it comes down to final series, whatever, they're going to go, okay, we, we can compete. And when, when you say compete, we all feel like the Cowboys are going to get to January and play playoff football. We, we all feel like they're built to be that good. But you want to get to January with a couple pelts in that one win or loss column where you go, we went against the very best. And look, they went to Arizona. They got beat two weeks ago. But and, and look, nothing away from Arizona. But Dallas in San Francisco, a team that has knocked them out of the playoffs two years in a row where the Cowboys offense has not been very good in those two losses. This is a great test to find out where they are. 
And I think for Mike McCarthy, that's going to be the message coming out of the game, regardless of what happens. That's as good an advertisement listener as I have heard for this game. This is not just a football game between two good teams. This is a real gut check, and it is a real test and a real opportunity, as Baldy has just encouraged the Dallas Cowboys faithful to realize that this may be one of those measuring stick games, one of those games you look back to at the end of the season as you do head into the playoffs, which seems inevitable for a team of this quality, that, hey, we did get that monkey off our back. We did beat a team that has beaten us twice in a row in the playoffs. We already beat the Niners. Nobody can stop us. It's about belief. And Brian Baldinger says a win on Sunday in the Bay, in Santa Clara, by the Cowboys over the Niners could go a long way toward infusing belief, instilling belief in this Dallas Cowboys team. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with Brian Baldinger, and we are playing a little game called The Answer is No. No, N-O, as in not obvious. The last game I want to talk with you about today, Baldy, is a game many are referring to as the Nate Hackett revenge game or the Sean Payton Karma Bowl. That's Jets and Broncos, of course, and of course we all remember Sean Payton's rather unflattering description of his predecessors calling what Hackett's regime had done in Denver one of the worst coaching jobs in NFL history. Story line number two, of course, the emergence of Zach Wilson as a potentially more viable candidate to assume the mantle of leadership in Aaron Rodgers' absence than maybe we had anticipated, and he gets that pub in the wake of a loss. And while those are both storylines to track, are they the ones on Baldy's watch list? Coop, do the honors. No. No, of course they're not. N-O, not obvious. Baldy hit me with a matchup to watch or a unit to watch in this game between the Jets and the Broncos. Well, the question mark on this entire Jets year, even before the injury to Aaron Rodgers, was could the offensive line hold up? Well, they haven't, except this will be the third week in a row where they're going to line up with the same five starters. And there was tremendous growth between the first week and the second week in the loss to Kansas City last week. And I believe that this is one of the, this might turn out to be one of the great coaching jobs in this league if this offensive line continues to progress because they have one of the best home run hitters that this game has in Brees Hall. And he's coming back from a torn ACL from a year ago. We all know that. But you could see a 43-yard run last week. We saw an 80-yard run in opening week against Buffalo. We're talking about a guy that can literally control this game on the ground if this offensive line continues to grow together and play well together against what is ranked the worst defensive football in Denver. And who knows what's going to happen? They're making changes on that side of the ball in Denver. But to me, this is the story, is can this Jets offensive line continue to progress? Because just the fact that they ran the ball better, they played better up front, oh, All of a sudden, Zach Wilson looked like he got a pretty good dose of confidence from a lot of people that were ready to, you know, just say you can't win with Zach Wilson. And sometimes you just have to you just have to let development and coaching and progress take over and just see what's going on from Tuesday to Saturday each week at the team's facilities and how they're working and trying to get better. Translation, while many of us will be distracted by the pregame handshake or lack thereof between Sean Payton and Nathaniel Hackett, Brian Baldinger reminds us this game will be won where most NFL games are won in the trenches. Sometimes it takes an O-lineman, guys, to put us straight. Brian Baldinger, thank you so much for your time today, pal. My pleasure, Andrew. Anytime.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We interrupt this podcast to bring you everything you need to know in the world of fantasy football. Adam Rank, the perfect man for this job as we head into a weekend where stars on a bye will affect your lineup considerations for the first time this season. So, Adam Rank, a little help here, please. Hello, Andrew, and I'm sorry that I have to do this, but you know I'm going to be talking about the Chicago Bears and their win over the Washington Commanders on Thursday night. Important for fantasy purposes, DJ Moore 49 fantasy points. He has 531 receiving yards on the season, and that is more than any other Chicago Bear wide receiver from the 2022 season. He has been amazing. He has been everything we thought he was going to be. It gone off to a slow start. Week one against the Green Bay Packers was not great, but now he looks like a bona fide stud at wide receiver, kind of what we thought was going to happen. Remember a couple of years ago, Stephon Diggs goes to Buffalo, Josh Allen, monster year, Stephon Diggs goes off. Last season, A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. It is looking like it'll happen again, and I understand, like, these aren't the best defenses, but hey, they've got the Minnesota Vikings. They've got the Las Vegas Raiders. They've got the L.A. Chargers as their their next three games. There is no reason to believe that DJ Moore is not going to continue on this horrid pace. And listen, I was on I was on my Instagram being roasted because I suggested that perhaps 
he could end up with 2,000 receiving yards this season. Everybody says, well, that's, that'll never happen. But he is currently on pace for 1,800 receiving yards, which I understand is shy of 2,000, but he was abysmal in week one. There is a good possibility he threatens that this year. By the way, he is the first player to have 500-plus receiving yards and five receiving touchdowns in his first five games with a new team since Randy Moss. So that is some pretty good company right there. And we also have to give a special shout-out to Justin Fields. Uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people like to deride Justin Fields, say that he is not a quarterback, that he is a running back masquerading as a quarterback, something that I have never agreed with. Eight touchdown passes in his past two games, and uh, he still runs when he needs to. But even without all their complement of running backs, he was still not the prolific rushing threat that we saw a year ago. And that's fine. And that's what I think. But I think that moving forward, you're right. So do we start Justin Fields? Every we do. I know a lot of people have left him on the bench. You start him, DJ Moore, without question. You're going to start him. Now, I will stay with the quarterback position and give you a quick note before I get out of here. I know a lot of you might be having to stream a quarterback this week because of Justin Herbert being out. Maybe you're sick of Daniel Jones. That's fine. C.J. Stroud has been unbelievable. And you would think that with a team that has a defensive-minded head coach, your offensive play caller is a first-time play caller. Your quarterback's from Ohio State. This might be hitting close to home, which is why I'm bringing this up. C.J. Stroud has been amazing. So if you're looking for a streamable quarterback this week, C.J. Stroud is the way to go. I would have also suggested Sam Howell for Thursday night, but you know that's, you can't play retroactively. But that's it for me. I'm going to go bask in this victory, a victory the Chicago Bears definitely needed. And uh, sorry, Andrew, but I, it just had to be said. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast, and here's what you've been waiting for. Game picks and score predictions for every remaining Week 5 matchup. Now, as always, please remember, this is merely a guide. The best guesses, educated guesses, of course, but guesses nonetheless of two men who do not have crystal balls nor control of the time-space continuum. If they did, their records would be a hell of a lot better than they are, as impressive as their records are. Chase Daniel is 43-21. and 21. Mike Yam is 39-25. and 25. Respect. Now, back to the business at hand. Let's get it started with... Jags Bills. North London, the site, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium to be exact. Jags with the UK fan base. Bills with the momentum after that Week 4 dismantling of the Dolphins. Bills also with the favorite status. They are favored by five and a half. This actually opened at three and a half, but the money is going in the direction of the Bills. So to the picks, according to Chase Daniel and Mike Yam. Mike Yam and Chase Daniel both agree the Bills win. Mike Yam's score, Bills 28, Jags 24. Chase Daniel, Bills 27, Jags 17. Texans Falcons. Atlanta Falcons, the home favorite, favored by one and a half. The AFC South taking on the NFC South, and the boys agree that the AFC South has the advantage in this one. Sound the upset alert. 
Mike M score Texans 23, Falcons 17. Chase Daniel, Texans 24, Falcons 17. Panthers, Lions. Detroit is favored by nine and a half. That makes Lions one of the bigger favorites of the week. Both of our experts believe they will prove it. Mike Yam sees the Lions winning 28-17. Chase Daniel says the Lions win by even more, 31-18. Titans, Colts. Will Jonathan Taylor play? Well, we know he practiced on Wednesday. That could change opinions on this one. But for now, it is a split decision. Now, the Titans are favored by two and a half on the road. Mike says the chalk takes it, sees the Titans winning this one 23-21. to But Chase, sound the alert, says that a returning Anthony Richardson will be the difference for the Colts, who take it, according to Chase Daniel, 20-17. to Giants-Dolphins. Miami, the biggest favorite of the week. That spread 11 and a half, and they will prove why, according to both Chase Daniel and Mike Yam. Mike Yam's score, Dolphins win it 34-21. Chase Daniel's score, Dolphins win it 34-20. Saints-Patriots. Foxborough the site, Patriots the favorite by one. Saints, the upset. At least according to Mike Yam, who says that the Saints will win this one 24-13. Chase disagrees, says the home team will win it. Patriots 20, Saints 16. Ravens Steelers. Now the Steelers always play this Ravens team tough and they certainly play them even tougher at home. Kenny Pickett, as we mentioned earlier in the show, is expected to play. Mike and Chase don't think it matters. The Ravens are favored by four and a half. Mike EM sees them winning by 11, 27-16. Chase Daniel sees a tighter contest, but a Ravens victory nonetheless. His score, Ravens 24, Steelers 20. Eagles Rams. Rams a popular upset pick this week, just not with our guys. Philly is favored on the road by four and a half. Mike Yam says they win by a touchdown, 28-21. Chase Daniel says an even bigger gap is on offer. Eagles win 28-17. Bengals cards. Cincinnati, a three-point road favorite. Now look, the Bengals are clearly in a free fall, but the plummet hits pause. So say Mike and Chase, who back the Bengals to get back in the win column against, I think we can agree, a tough out in the cards. On the road, Mike Yam says the final score, Bengals 24, cards 23. Tight one. Chase Daniel says it's a 10-point gap in the end. Bengals win it 30-20. to 20. Jets, Broncos. Denver Broncos, the home favorite. They are favored by two and a half. But according to our guys, Nate Hackett gets his revenge in an upset. Sound the alarm. Mike Yam's final score, Jets 23, Broncos 14. Chase Daniels' final score, Jets 23, Broncos 20. Chiefs Vikings. Kansas City Chiefs are favored by three and a half on the road. Is this line low to you? It just feels that way to me, but not according to Mike Yam, who sees a Chiefs win in a tight one. His final score, Chiefs 31, Vikings 28. Chase Daniel agrees with me, says that the line is low, and sees the defending champs running out to a 16-point victory. Final score for Chase, Chiefs 40, Vikings 24. Cowboys Niners. San Francisco 49ers, 
three-and-a-half-point favorite. It is the game of the week, and it is a split decision with our judges. I love this for us. Mikey M. says the home team does win by four, 28-24. Chase Daniel says the road team wins by four. Sound the upset alert. Final score for Chase Daniel, Cowboys 27, San Francisco 49ers 23. Personal note here, not that you care, I reckon this one gets away from the Cowboys in the second half. I see a much bigger gap than anybody in this one, and I may be alone. The last game of the week, Monday night in Vegas, Packers Raiders. The Raiders are favored by one. Vegas the favorite, Packers the spoiler. Sound the alert. Mikey M says the Packers win 23-21. Chase Daniel agrees. The Packers win by one more point, 24-21. I want to thank today's special guests, Brian Baldinger and Adam Rank. I hope you and yours have a safe and enjoyable weekend. Now, for me, after last night's exposure of my commanders, my weekend can only get better, so I fully expect that it will. Be good to you. Be good to your crew. And join us on Tuesday for a complete recap of the Week 5 games. And, of course, we'll take a first look ahead to a Week 6 matchup that promises to be epic. That's Tuesday. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.